0: This podcast is brought to you by the Wharton School at the University of Pennsylvania. Recently, ratings agency Fitch downgraded the U.S. credit rating in part because of the debt ceiling battle, but also what it sees as somewhat of dysfunction in our political system. And now Fitch has said that it may need to downgrade dozens of U.S. banks due to the path the banking sector has been on the last few months. Some have said that the downgrade of the credit rating isn't a big thing, and it doesn't really matter. Is that actually the case? Joined by ET Goldstein, who's professor of finance, professor of economics here at the Wharton School. Etai, always great to have you with us. Thanks for a few moments. Thanks, Dan. It's great to be with you. All right, so put this in perspective for us. How much does the downgrade by Fitch on the credit rating of the U.S. actually matter?
1: Well, I think there are different ways to look at it. Uh, One way to think about it is it does matter because we are used to thinking about U.S. government bonds as risk-free. In fact, when we talk about what is a risk-free rate in our MBA uh, classes, For example, uh, we tend to use the Treasury as the risk-free rate. Uh, So uh, when a major uh, rating agency comes in and says, you know, this is not as risk-free as you'd like to think, and I'm downgrading it, uh, then we can't completely dismiss it. There is something uh, there. Um, I think, you know, those who would like to think that this is not a big deal uh, would tell you, well, this is not the first time it happens. Uh, S&P, in fact, downgraded uh, the U.S. Uh, uh, bond rates already a decade ago. Um, so, you know, it's already been that way. Uh, it's not that new. Uh, as a result, it's, it's, not, it's, not a, it's not a big deal. Uh, so I think it's kind of in between. Uh, when there is a new rating agency that comes in and says, you know, it's downgraded, I think we should pay attention to it. But I will remind you that it happened uh, over a decade ago by a bigger agency, and, you know, we are still here. So in that sense, it's probably not as big a deal. Well,
0: and and I think that's part of the discussion that's going on right now is that, uh, you know, how different is what we are seeing play out now from what we saw back in, I guess it was 2011 with Standard & Poor's.
1: Yes, it was uh, was, uh, uh, 2011, you're right. And I, I think, uh, you know, I think it was a bigger deal uh, back then uh, in, in that sense. Uh, s and of course, is, is a bigger uh, agency. Uh, you know, we tend to think about S&P and Moody's and then Fitch kind of the, the third. Um, so I think it was a bigger deal at, at that point. And I think at that point, uh, a lot of people were kind of thinking, what will be the implications and so on. The, the fact that at the end of the day, it didn't, uh completely shake uh debt markets and things kind of moved along and we got used to it Uh, i think suggests that it's not it's not as big a deal now as as well um but i I think what is a little more worrying is the fact that uh the economic situation right now is is a little different Uh, of course uh, the u.s government has a, a big deficit um, I think we all know that it is trying to fight inflation uh, as a result. Uh, some things that it used to do back then are more difficult to do right now. Uh, so I think when you put it in that perspective, maybe there is a little more to, to worry about. Um, but, but I wouldn't say it is the downgrade by Fitch uh, per se. Um, I, I think when you add it to all the other things that are going on, Uh, then maybe there are some reasons to to worry.
0: So then let me add in uh, the the story that's been out there now in the last day or two about Fitch saying it may potentially need to downgrade dozens of banks as well because of, in part, what we've seen play out in the banking sector over the last few months.
1: Yes, absolutely. I I think this is certainly something to to pay attention to. Um, You you know, what what we've been seeing in in the banking sector, obviously, is – slow-moving saga uh, that has been going on since at least uh, March. Uh, There were the banking crisis in small uh, regional banks. Uh, I think there has been a shift of deposits from these banks to bigger banks. Um, And I think this kind of adds to that. Uh, So some of these banks are not in as solid uh, condition as they uh, used to be. Uh, so when you put it all together, then this may justify, I think, uh, downgrading some of these banks. So certainly this will add to that. Um, you know, obviously when uh, you downgrade the government, then you have to think about downgrading also some of the financial institutions in in that in that country. I, th- I think there is some element uh, of it there as well. Um, so c- certainly, you, you know, th- there are certainly some bumps in in the road when you take the fiscal situation. When you take the continued uh, fight against inflation, uh, all these are building into uh, some uh, shocks in the financial system and certainly contribute to those downgrades as well.
0: And so then I bring up as well what we went through a couple of months ago with the uh, the, the debt crisis and, and the solution reached on Capitol Hill and the discussion that realistically that is you know something that was temporary. It's a little bit of a band aid on on a wound at this point. And and I guess the larger question around the debt that that the U.S. is carrying right now is it seemingly feels like the can that keeps getting kicked down the road. And it doesn't feel like there's enough focus to truly address it right now. I think that's absolutely
1: right. I mean, the situation with the debt ceiling uh, is certainly troublesome. I think it is a reflection uh, of an overall political situation in the U.S. where it's kind of difficult to come to um, difficult decisions. So it's it's difficult to reach a compromise between uh, the two sides of the aisle And as a result, every time you need to update the debt ceiling, it just takes a huge toll on the political system. And it's just very difficult to reach uh, any kind of compromise, any kind of consensus. So as you say, I mean, basically, we kick the can down the road uh, until the next time it it comes up. And I think at the end of the day, you ask yourself, why did Fitch choose to do the downgrade at this particular moment? Why didn't they do it? 10 years ago when SNP did it why didn't they do it 5 years ago when the situation continued I, I think it's kind of like a realization you know this is not going anywhere uh, we are going to continue and face this kind of uh, political fights and every time we're going to come into this uncertainty and you know what every time we come into this uncertainty everyone says yeah they're going to figure out a solution uh, the, the way I think about it yeah they will figure out a solution but what if they don't and certainly they'll could be a point in time where they don't come to a solution and and then uh, there is a default on uh, U.S. government bonds, which is, uh, I think, uh, kind of a bit of an earthquake in the uh, financial system.
0: What then needs to be the path to address this scenario longer term uh, to potentially get the AAA rating back? What's the path that needs to occur, do you think?
1: So I think the ideal path is to take the debt uh, under control. I mean, ideally, you would like to come to a situation where uh, you reach a plan uh, where you don't continue to accumulate more and more debt, uh, but rather you try to put it under control. And, you know, I mean, there there is really no magic solution. Uh, The solution is going to be painful, and it has uh, two alternatives. Either you increase taxes or you reduce uh, expenses. Uh, At the end of the day, this is where the debt is coming from. Now, neither of these is is popular because people don't like to see their taxes go up. And then at the end of the day, if you try to reduce expenditures, um, it might sound easier, but it does have uh, a bit of a painful effect in some dimensions. So I, I think the reason we see that uh, continuing over and over again is uh, that they don't want to increase taxes. They don't want to reduce the, the expenses. Uh, and at the end of the day, we just end up uh, in in this uh, kicking the can down the road, as you said.
0: And then you throw in just kind of the the components of what we're going through right now with the economy, with with uh, interest rates having been uh, moved above five percent, and we still may see another one or two interest rate increases by the Fed, you know, in, in the months ahead. I assume it just becomes that much harder to be able to, to pay down some of that debt when the interest that you're paying on it just continues to increase.
1: Yes, uh, absolutely. I, I think this is exactly uh, the risk here. Uh, you know, you, you ask, okay, what, what are the implications of having this downgrade? I think the implication is, well, it might increase uh, the interest rate that you need to pay. Uh, if you increase the interest rate that you need to pay, guess what? It, going to increase the debt uh, even more, uh, the deficit even more. And it's a bit of a spiral, and, and I think this is uh, exactly the, the risk. And when you add this on top of the fact that the Fed is increasing interest rates to fight inflation, it just makes it that more uh, painful. Uh, so when you put all this together, this is exactly where uh, we are and where the danger is. I, I don't think we are talking about uh, you know something like not being able to borrow anymore, uh, this is a problem that a small country might face, not a country like the U.S., right. um, but at the end of the day, it will be uh, certainly more painful and certainly doesn't help to the overall fight against inflation.
0: Right, because I think Greece went through this uh, about a decade ago, didn't it, as well?
1: Yes, absolutely, yes. So, so Greece went through that. Um, the problem here is not going to be as dramatic. Uh, right. And, you know, it's not only Greece, it's also countries like Argentina. You know, th- these are smaller economies. They have more severe macroeconomic uh, problems. And over there, what you see is that interest rates would really spike. Um, and, and then it's really kind of difficult to borrow again. Some of them reach a point of default. Um, I don't think we are talking about that. Um, But certainly there is a bit of a spiral where uh, the interest rate goes up, the deficit becomes bigger, the debt becomes bigger, then the interest rate will have to go up even more. When you put that on top of trying to reduce inflation, it just makes it more difficult. So so certainly it's unwelcome news. I don't think it's going to be as as bad as that. I I wish they could get things under control and get the political compromise that is needed uh, to reduce the debt, reduce the deficit going forward. It doesn't look likely at the moment. I mean, when you look at what's going on in Washington D.C. and all the fights, uh, it doesn't look like this is in the
0: in the cards immediately. From from your lips to Capitol Hill's ears, Itai, it would be nice if they <laughs> if they would be able to do that. So then, at this juncture, with where the credit rating stands right now, what potentially is more likely the the potential of another downgrade or a path where you could get that AAA rating back? Um, you know I, I would probably not bet on either one i, I
1: don't I don't think uh, we are going to see another downgrade in the immediate future I don't think there is an immediate path to going back to uh, AAA uh, I, I would probably bet we're probably going to stay uh, in, in this current uh, rating uh, for a while before uh, one of these other things
0: happens Etai, great to have you with us. Thanks very much for your time. All the best. Thank you, sir. Okay. Thank you very much. Good to be with you. You too as well. Etai Goldstein, who is a professor of finance and professor of economics uh, here at the Wharton School. To keep engaged with Wharton Business Daily and other Wharton School shows, visit businessradio.wharton.upenn.edu.